thing, isn't it? Us finding each other in that bar that night. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when the world puts something that obvious in front of you, you don't just walk away. Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to the show This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an episode of This Is Us 2. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> so if you're listening live time, thank you so much. We took some time once the finale happened. It just felt like every single day we wanted the podcast about it. Um, either I wasn't emotionally ready or Mary wasn't emotionally ready. Or, I wasn't physically ready. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's also true. I still got problems. Uh, it, just, it just felt like we weren't ready to let go quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember feeling that way with the leftovers when we podcasted about that and you know, the finale came and I just wasn't quite ready. Yeah. Um, you know, and for Mary and I, it's not, we're not just losing the show. We're losing, you know, the, the podcast as well in many ways. And, mm-hmm. and I derive just as much pleasure from the podcast as I do the show. So I, I think I can speak for Mary, but I, I don't know, Mary, what are your thoughts on this whole? The goodbye. The, the goodbye of it all and, and the show, the podcast, all um, of it. Like Jack said, like, we're not going to be missing it. Like, we're here for it. So, yeah. you know, I think that um, for those of you who have other series that you'd like to delve into, this is the time to delve into it. You know, Blake and I are going to start podcasting about Bridgerton and The Last Kingdom. Um but I I challenge this is us friends to rewatch the series. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a commitment, right? Like that Ooh, is a, yeah. a commitment of episodes, but how amazing will it be to rewatch it all, knowing what we know, seeing the character development? And if you're someone who joined our podcast, this is us too, you know, a few seasons in, rewatch it and listen along with us and hear how wrong we are probably on many things <laughs> that end up happening. About everything. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe in the future we'll even do a rewatch and a repodcast of it. It'll have to be far in the future because we have a lot on our plate for the upcoming. <laughs> and I mean by f- wicked far in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I I think that now we're able to find, we know which episodes are our favorite and um, it's never goodbye. And now we get to follow all these actors and cast and crew who we love and have gotten to know and gotten to know their work and see where they go next, which is exciting. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, Marvin, are you ready to 
You got any opening takes or anything? Or you just you ready no, to get into the show? I'm ready to get into it, man. Oh man. Okay. So as as Mary said, this is the, the potentially the last episode of This Is Us Two. Although I think there's going to be a part two. I highly doubt it's going to be the last one because we have a hard out to pick up kids. So. Regardless, though, uh, you do know that we are covering other shows, other things that are happening uh, at Mary and Blake Media. Uh, and it you can find everything at Mary and Blake Media, jeez, uh, at maryandblake.com or search us on all the social platforms at Mary and Blake Media. We are there. <sighs> oh, man, Marvin. I know. I already started crying at the beginning of the episode here. Like, <sighs> Gonna, this is going to be. A I know. This, this is why it's not going to be one episode. I'm telling be, you. Be a we got a Pisces on our hands. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> Oh, all right, Marvin. Here we go. Oh man, my camera is way off. Mine's perfect. Oh, uh, it's because you are perfect. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. You are perfect. Oh, and there you know, I still need to do my episode, my like emotional episode. So this oh, isn't the yeah. last episode of This Is Us Two. I promise you, it's coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just got more messed up as the season went along. Thank you, long COVID. That is true. That that but there's okay. no. There's I've done no some great self discovery, and I bought a new car. So it's all good. Uh, yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. I was very proud of you for buying, get, well, for getting a new car. That was awesome. I had a lot of fun with you that. You lived your best life. Yeah, I did. you did. <laughs> I did. Okay. So, uh, all right, Marvin, this, uh, this is the deal. The title was Us, the finale. And uh, very, very poignant on many levels, obviously because of the final words that were said at the end of this episode. But it rhymes with the beginning of the show. Where the song that played during uh, Kevin's explanation of his parents of of, of his painting, mm-hmm. um, the song that was playing uh, from Siddhartha Kosla, the the the, the score, mm-hmm. the composer of the show, the song was entitled "Us." And at the end of this this episode, what's playing as Rebecca is talking to Jack is the same exact song. Mm. So I just thought that was really special. So deep. I thought that was really nice. The director was Ken Olin, of course, the number one, a primary director for mm-hmm. the show. Uh, if you want to go back and do the whole thing, you can. That is, do that on your own time. <laughs> if you want to go back and see all of his shows, rather, go to imdb.com on your own time and figure that out. Same thing with Dan Fogelman, the, the creator and showrunner of This Is Us. He's written friggin' hundreds of episodes of This Is Us, I feel like. Um, So, yeah, you can find it there, imdb.com. Marvin, your lemonade rating, what do you got for the finale? Um, My finale lemonade rating, for those of you who do join us live or replay, feel free to jump on in and let us know, um, is a five. Okay. So, I mean, part of me wants to just give it a five plus, um, cause that's what I would give this series. I would give this series a five plus as one of the best series of television I've seen. That's, um, that's a hot take there, Marvin. Thank you. That's a, it's not Chernobyl take, but that's hot. I mean, to say that it's one of the best series ever. For me, yes. Yeah, okay. It is. Fair enough. And For so, sure. So, but why are you not giving it a five plus then? I'm, yeah. Why are you not giving it a five plus this episode? Because last week was better. 
good sound logic. Sound logic. You so wanna... if I'm rating it against last week, last week got the plus, and this week was good, and I'm satiated, but it wasn't last week. Last week was just like, oh my God, blow me over. A train? I can't. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's what I'll say. I'm going to give this one a five as well. We're on the same page. Look at us. Because I enjoyed the episode previous more. But that doesn't mean that this episode isn't good or isn't as good. Mm-hmm. It just means I enjoyed the previous one more for its art, for its artistic license. Correct. For it, its... Like, if it hadn't been for last episode, this might have been a five plus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I would agree with you. <laughs> Maybe, it, you know what? Let's just say five plus. No, I'm not doing it. We I can't, can't give can't any more five pluses for This Is Us ever. Doesn't I'm matter. changing mine. It's a five plus. <laughs> All right. Um, and Mary, you, you brought up something that's really good, too, which is the whole aspect of, like, where you place this series among all of the other series we've watched. Mm-hmm. And I want to have that conversation, but let's let's put a pin in that for okay, right now. Okay, good. And, and I'm we'll, not prepared for that conversation. <laughs> I know, I know. So we'll have that conversation here in a little bit. All right, so what do you got for your GBG? You're good. Oh, wait. Actually, since you gave a five plus here, it's a good, great, best. I know. What is your good, great, and best My for good. this episode? Um, is a mashup of two things that Beth said. Because Beth is so many people's spirit animals. Love us some Beth. Beth touched upon two things that made me laugh out loud. Okay. One of them was swimming with your birth mother. (laughs) Because we all know that that was some weird stuff, right? Oh, I just love how she just acknowledges it. Yep. Swimming with your birth mother. Yep. Your bananas. (laughs) No, no. Just like, here we all are. Don't forget that. Yes. But that also, driving between... Your parents' trees. <laughs> because, in case you forgot, friends, I really thought that they were going to end with a tree. They, they don't forget, because I talk about the darn tree almost every single episode. Yeah. Uh, last episode was like the apple seed idea. So the trees got acknowledged still. We yes. didn't get a new tree planted. We didn't get ashes scattered at a tree. But... We did get the trees mentioned by Beth with Sass, and we all know Randall is going back and forth. He is pruning those trees. He is paying some landscaper mm-hmm. money to make sure that, like, there's no rot. What are those tree people called? Um, arborists? Sure, an arborist. He has an arborist in Pittsburgh, uh, and he has an arborist at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And they go check up on it. <laughs> he probably has saplings. Oh, I'm sure. He's probably growing his own. He, You know what? He doesn't need to drive anymore because you know Randall actually has seedlings propagated, took care of that, <laughs> and he now has- He's already thought of it. He's his mom and dad's tree in his yard. <laughs> <laughs> so I was happy that Beth did that. Okay, so those are my good. My great is that simple Saturday moments live on. Um, I loved that just the- that montage of them playing pin the tail on the donkey yeah. and- um, just the the little lessons that Rebecca had go on in different generations going forward. And I just think that that's really, really special. Um, I don't necessarily know of any things that have been passed down to me. And I never got to meet my grandparents except for my Bopsha. And woof, she had... She was was a lot. She was a lot. Um, (laughs) She died quick. She died... uh, Anyway, she wasn't in my life that much. She was a hot hot something. Um, 
And um, anyway, so I just appreciate that these little things from grandparents can go on because I see how important it is and I'm excited for that for my kids. Mm-hmm. And then my best was when Jack and the clip that you just played says, um, cause Rebecca says, I don't want to miss it. And he says, you won't. And he says that with this look of knowing. And I just want to cry because that means that he's seen everything. You know, he's complimenting her. You did so well. You were great. You were amazing. And he's telling her like, you won't miss it. I didn't miss any of what you did. Yeah. Well, oh, it see. chills thinking about that. When he says, you'll see. Like, oh. Oh man, Jack, you've been there all along. Oh, oh, oh man, it's done. That was my oh, best. Forget about it. Forget, like seriously. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. By the way, I'm wearing my Sopranos shirt. I, I know that's not from the Sopranos. I I know it's Donnie Brasco, but I'm because Dan Fogelman did come out and said he did have a Sopranos cut the black moment. Which is actually kind of cool. So I'm wearing my Soprano shirt in honor of that okay. because I want to. I want to talk about it eventually. You and your mafia people. You're not <laughs> um, even Italian. No, I'm not. Not even close. You can't even speak Italian. Like can't, at least I can speak Italian. No, I, I can't. Can't do a thing. Can't do a thing. All right. Anyway, <laughs> my good. All right. So here it is. This episode is a. It's an interesting episode because we have what you would think to be a, a normal series finale the previous week in The Train. Mm-hmm. Like that feels like a series finale. And I remember us talking about that. And then we come back to this episode. Mm-hmm. And it's not... Ugh, I know. I know what it is. What? I mean, there's some people who are saying it's like last week was the big thing and this is the little sealed with a bow. Yes. But I don't feel like that's big enough. That does not express it enough. And so I just thought of something a little lewd. Okay, what do you got? So if your kids are nearby, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> Hide last, your kids. Last week was the orgasm. Uh-huh. And this is the cigarette after sex. <laughs> I don't smoke. <laughs> But the way it's portrayed in movies, thats you know when they're laying there in bed and they're like, damn, that was good? Yes. That's what this episode was. It was the Siggy. That's what she said. <laughs> the Siggy's and Bia from the Packy. <laughs> damn, that was good. Okay, kids can listen now. Um, so, you know you, you know what, Mary? That is right. The, I would say that the we more- We can just call it the O. The O. Um, no, I would say that the more- <laughs> You're the, welcome, friends. The- the more lyrical way to to describe it, the fancy way, is it's a it's a great denouement. It is that lasting. Are you just trying to throw in a different language? Because I just called you out that you can't speak uh, other languages. No, that's just a word. The denouement. The denouement. It is a lasting image. It is the lasting thing that the show wants you to think of, and. I love it because the reason why you were able to do what you were able to do in this episode is because all the heavy lifting Mm -hmm. was done in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to say bookends, bookends, bookends. This episode is one giant bookend to the beginning of the series. Yes. Meaning, like the young big three, we watched that young big three in the beginning and we fell in love Yes. What this is us because of the young big three and mustache Jack and uh, and Rebecca in in her thirties or whatever it was, 
going back to that, there are so many things that the show calls back. Um, and just being in that space with them and allowing the, the thesis of what the show is like, what, like what is life? Like, uh, we keep living even after we die. There are things that we take with us. There are people we take with us. There are experiences that we take with with us. Mm -hmm. You know, that all happened right at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. And Kevin explains it to us in episode five. And here we are at the final episode confirming all of that and showing all of that. So that is, that is my good. My bad, I can't tell it if I had to make an argument for a bad, and it's hard to have a bad in this episode, but if I had to make one, it would be I don't know if I want more of the the current timeline where they're all at the funeral or all they're all at the cabin, or if I want more of the lazy Saturday. I don't understand because isn't so like I can't they're having they're having lazy Saturday at the new cabin so that you are getting both of those. I don't think I understand. No, no. When they were younger. So like the, the lazy like I'm going to I'm going to refer to that as the lazy Saturday was when, as when they were younger. Oh, OK. OK. See what I'm saying? So 80s. The, like the eight, 80s. OK. OK. So or the future. Do I want the future or do I want the, the, the 80s? And I don't know which or early 90s or whatever it is. I don't know which I one I want more. Point. Good call, Blake. Where are they? Yeah, so like I feel like they were what? They were seven ish. Oh, they looked older than seven. They look like they were fourth graders. That means right, so nine, 10. ten. So yeah, this is like this early is like 90s. 89, 90, right? Right. This is early right 90s, around baby. there. Yeah. All right. So I can't tell if I want more of that or the future. And that's kind of a bad for me. And I say that because it's almost like they wanted to just have everything set in the 80 or the in in the past but they they couldn't do it so they had to include some of the future in there just to give us the narrative cohesion but doesn't that yeah but isn't that what it's all about yeah but i i kind of just wanted them to stick with one or the other that is not how this show works <laughs> fair enough all right but my great <laughs> My great is uh, I have a tie and, and but it's kind of it's tied together, if you will. Um, it's the final shot with Randall and Jack. That final shot is a confirmation of everything that the show was. And it's such a special moment. Mm. And I know that there has been some talk about like, how, why would you like, why would you ever just focus on a shot of Jack and Randall? Why wouldn't you do the whole family or whatever? <clears throat> and I get it. I understand it, but the the theme. Who are these people complaining? The theme that they're trying to go for here is the thesis of the show, which is your life goes on. You 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 see things, and you 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 have these little moments, and you're trying to gather them all in. And it is little Randall looking at Jack, taking in his dad, and Jack looking at his family, taking all of that. And it's a Jack is the is is the higher level macro look at the family and and 
Randall is looking at his dad and then later on it goes back to the in, into the future and Randall's looking at Deja and his kids and it's a whole giant circle. Mufasa would be proud. Circle oh, of life. so much, so much Mufasa happening and, and mm-hmm. circle of life happening here. Yes. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that that in of itself is a confirmation of what Jack is telling Rebecca in the you know, in the afterlife, which is you're going to be there. In the caboose. In the caboose. And she is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And and you can look at it like, oh, Rebecca will visit, you know, from the afterlife. Or it's just that Rebecca is there no matter what because she was part of that family. Mm-hmm. In that time. It's like we're, we're too concerned with like the, the linear aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I want to get all Chris Nolan on everybody. Okay. I mean, sometimes he frustrates me, but I he- I'm here for it. Bring it. <laughs> um, in that moment, Rebecca is present. In which moment? Because there were many. Sorry, you're right. In all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, brain break. Just like, just like Jack is, is present in all of them, yes. right? There's bits of Jack running through the literal blood in their veins and there are lessons that jack has imparted and so if you wanted to make the argument that rebecca visits from the afterlife and she can see all of it then that's that's a good argument to have Mm -hmm. right or if you wanted to say no like no the traditions and the pilgrim rick and all Mm -hmm. that is jack that is him being present and and when rebecca visits the afterlife or whatever she goes and she moves on. Let's say she has a broader scope. When she gets off at King's Cross, you mean? Yes. <laughs> when she. Oh, you're welcome, Potter. Oh, uh, yeah. Fans. Here we go. You're a wizard, Harry. She has a broader scope of life. Everything happens all at once at that moment, right? If you remember, um, sorry. If you remember, Lost, like at the end, they they say like, no, you. You all died at your own time and you're here now. Like you, this is this is beyond time. This is beyond our physical realm. It, it, we have to stop looking at things linearly to get the theme of the show. Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty of the painting because it's a literal uh like representation. It's a visual, yeah. It's a little visual representation of what they're trying to accomplish with the theme of the show. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And that's why it was great because Having that moment between Randall and Jack confirms all of that. And then wrapping that up in the the bow of Rebecca and Jack to explain it. Didn't hold your hand, but it explained it. I don't think you can get better writing than that. I mean, Rafiki, he lives within, he lives in you. Did a damn good job. That's true. But I agree. This is us. Did the the adult version of it very well. <laughs> do you know what I'm, do you know the scene? He lives in you. Yes. Okay. I know. I uh, trust me. I'm a baba hypnim. I'm a baba. No! I got you. Good. All right. You just didn't acknowledge it. I worry about your <laughs> Disney level. So that is that. That is my good, my bad, and my great. Um, what do you want to do, Marvin? Do you want to talk for a little bit longer or do you want to get right to the big three feedback? How I would do you want love to, to get to the big three feedback because I think that through their feedback, we will continue to have these conversations. Um, and as I said earlier, this is going to be broken up into a two-part episode as well. So Dinah Fash, Sassanax, mm-hmm. we're going to continue this conversation in a part two. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get to it. 
and we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! By the way, I just wanted to call that out, too. When Jack was teaching the little kids, you know, the big three thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. that And Rebecca saw it. And... So cute. Oh. So cute. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hi, Mary and Blake. My name is Brendan. I'm calling in from Phoenix, but hey, I'm Brendan. originally from Detroit. I started listening to This Is Us 2, like mid to late season five. Um, but it was really cool going back and listening to all the episodes and seeing which of your hot takes were right and wrong. And all <laughs> stuff. It was really cool. Um, I'm calling about the series finale of This Is Us. Um, I'm going to give it five lemonades. There's one tiny little thing that keeps it from being a five plus. Uh, my good is all the final character moments that we get in the episode, uh, such as Randall and Beth playing worst case scenario, a final uh, Kate and Toby moment that was really nice, final moment between Kevin and Uncle Nicky, a Randall and William scene that was actually filmed in season one, uh, Jack and Rebecca, the big three at the end, but uh, probably the best is Randall and Deja with uh, Randall's hilarious reaction to her having a boy. That was really nice. Um, my bad, the little tiny bad is I would have liked to have seen the big three scatter the ashes at the tree or the trees. Uh, Beth mentioned the trees, so that was cool, but I would have liked to have actually seen it. So that's my one tiny little sneaky bad. And then my great, um, I, I'm actually going to, uh, I might get cut off soon, so I'll record my great in, in another uh, voicemail. That's people all right. know they're getting cut off. Is it yelling at no, them? Yeah, yeah, you can see the timer as, <gasps> it, as it's happening. Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Brendan again, just uh, continuing my uh, feedback for the series finale. Uh, my great is kind of a nerdy great, but I think it's just really cool. Um, the cast and Dan Fogelman called this episode quiet and simple and all the interviews mm. kind of leading up to it. And I thought it was so cool how literally quiet the episode is. And mm. it really makes you feel every moment. It truly feels like a lazy Saturday in the flashbacks. Like there's just not much music playing at all. But the score that plays at the end of this episode is the same score that plays at the end of episode 105, The Game Plan. And yep. that scene was Kevin talking about his painting to Tess and Annie and how even when someone's gone, they're still in the painting. And that's essentially mm-hmm. what Jack is telling Rebecca as she dies, that she'll always be there for her kids. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was amazing symbolism just through the music alone. Um, and it's also just kind of the one of the main messages of the show. So I thought that that was just really, really great. Um, overall, I'm very satisfied with the ending of the show. It is easily my favorite show on television. Um, I will probably continue to listen to you guys through maybe like the Harry Potter podcast or something because I'll need my Mary and Blake fix. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for everything you guys have done with This Is Us. I love this show and I love you guys. This is awesome. Um, So thank you very much. Oh, well, thank Thank you, you. Brendan. I appreciate that. There's also, you know, there's, uh, I I love the moments that that are small and that are quiet that Brendan Brendan mentions. And one of my favorite moments, again, is a, a callback actually to the second episode of this is us when Rebecca and Jack are talking. If you remember when Jack, when Rebecca was saying, Oh, you're bringing us down to a six in that episode. And there's a moment in this episode where they're talking about, you know, and Jack said, I'm going to be an 11. And in, and Jack says to her too, that, Oh, you're a 12. Yes. Oh, thank you for acknowledging that again, Mm -hmm. this episode in and of itself. I don't, it's almost like a little love letter to This Is Us. Mm. I, I think you can, you know, parse it any way that you want, but it serves as one giant bookend to the rest of the series. Yeah. The whole thing. It's beautiful. And, and that's like, why it works. Yes. 
We um, don't need the big explosive loud fireworks. We don't need the fanciness of it. Right, because, because this, love is simple. This is us has lived in two worlds, like two realms, and it's done it very well. And there's this big flashy moment of this is us that can happen where it's like the twists and the turns and oh my god, no, all these people are actually family. Mm-hmm. And it's this is set in the eighties. Like there's that, this is us. And then there is the the lazy Saturday, this is us. Mm-hmm. We got the big flashy moment last week or, or the previous episode. Now we get the other version of this is us that I think like while that twist is the thing that like that said, whoa, <laughs> that didn't earn our love. Mm-hmm. Our love became happened because of the lazy Saturday. So that again, that's why this episode, if you look at it in tandem mm-hmm. with the previous, it's a perfect denouement because everything that This Is Us does well is in this episode. Here's something that just hit me that um – you know, as we're, we're talking about just the finality of this episode and the finality of the series, um, we were just talking about rewatching. So I'm, I'm doing a little aside for sure. a second. Sure. Um, that I'm going to want to rewatch this series when I go through a similar instance in my life. Sure. And I think a lot of Xennials are going to relate to that. You know, if and when a parent passes, Maybe then you watch this series and it helps you with your grief. Yeah. If and when you go through a divorce, if and when you have someone or you yourself are going through recovery, like there's all these different things. If and when your um, parental figure uh, ends up having, you know, an illness that um, takes a very long time and you have to manage that. I just think that you will have different times in your life where you can then relate back to the show and maybe who you related to in the beginning the first time watching it is going to be different when you watch it at another chapter of your life Sure, and how that's when I think I'm going to need it. Because I, as I said many times in the show, I haven't dealt with personal grief mm-hmm. at a monumental level. And I think I'm going to need this is us when that does happen. Cause I've seen how therapeutic it's been for you and oh, for yeah. other friends who have lost a parental figure. And I think it's going to help me. I cried the whole night. After watching this episode. Yeah. Like the whole night. And I don't, and like, all right, I don't want to be judgmental, but if somebody tells me, if I hear one more time. Who do you hear? Who well, talks in to the, you? In, in the interwebs. Oh, okay. So okay? if you read. If I read, whatever. Okay. I mean, whatever. That's a for nerds. I'm just thinking our neighbors walking their dog. Hey, I got something to tell you. <laughs> I got to tell you something, <laughs> boy, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Right, here's what I'm going to say to you, buddy. Okay. I, if I buddy you, oh, that's a problem. I know it is. That's a big problem if I, I buddy know. you. Um, when I hear you do that, I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Time to back up. You know what? Let's go get a drink. <laughs> um, if I hear one more person. One more buddy. One more buddy. Tell me that, oh, nothing happened in this episode and it was just, mm, it was a shoulder shrug. I, you don't. I'm going to say, you don't deserve lost. I almost said lost. You don't deserve This Is Us. No, but no. that's why I'm saying I mm. think it hits people who've lost parents differently. I really do, or lost someone really close to them differently. I'm telling you, because I didn't cry that way. Yeah, but it just pisses me off because... A lot of people... No, didn't- no, but it's not about crying. It's It's not about crying necessarily. What it is, it's about 
Um, no, we're getting spammed. We are getting spammed. Uh-oh. I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> it's not about crying. It's about understanding what the show is trying to accomplish and the theme of what the show is trying to accomplish. And if you can't grasp that, then I don't know what show you're watching. Because if you're here for, and I used to say this about Lost, if you're here just for all the mysteries and like, oh, what happens to Deja? And then what happens to their baby? And then what happens to Jack-Jack? Like, and I want to know more. Like, I just, that's, it's not that it's inconsequential. It's just not the story that they're trying to tell. The story that they're trying to tell is one of reflection and love and that, you don't have to see all of the things and you don't have to be in all of the things to experience them. And even if you don't see them, and even if you're not there, you're still there regardless, you're Mm -hmm. still experiencing them all together. Um, If you can't grab that from this finale, then I don't know what you're watching. I just don't get it. Well, I might not buddy them, but I'd be interested to know what kind of loss they have gone through. All right, let's get the next one. Hi, Mary and Blake. My name is Melissa. I'm I'm calling from Hartford, Connecticut. Yes, Connecticut. There's a lot of traffic Uh, there. It's my first time calling. And um, I just really wanted to say that I really liked this finale. You know, it reminded me of the This Is Us that I fell in love with. Mm. I thought it struck a really nice balance between being sentimental with Deja naming her baby after William. Yes, yes, yes. um, And then being hilarious with Uncle Nicky calling... Kevin a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that was really made me laugh out loud. Yes. Um, it was just really simple and heartfelt and real. And I really needed this episode on a week like this one when it just seems like the world is falling apart mm. all over again. So it was beautiful to celebrate the simplicity of just spending time with the people you love and the normalcy of a lazy Saturday at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I think Jack said at some point in the episode that uh, it's the little moments that are so special and we often take them for granted. And, you know, I think this is us for bringing so much poignancy to our humble lives. And I thank you both for sharing it with us as listeners and helping us to process the things that we see on screen and how they make us feel. So anyway, I'm sending this is us two nations so much love. And Mm. um, I'll just say bye for now. Love you guys. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate that. Melissa, you brought up something great, which is these little moments Jack talks about it. And I think that was the one part where the show kind of reached a little bit. I mean, it was a beautiful thing, but like, I don't see a dad having that conversation with his kids at that, like in that respect. Like I don't, Mm. it felt like the show was trying to make a point as opposed to allowing Jack to do the thing that he's supposed to do. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but irrespective of that, the the sentiment is still there. And again, this episode serves as one giant bookend because mm-hmm. if you remember, Rebecca tells Miggy, it's not the big stuff that I'm going to worry about forgetting. It's the little things, the small moments, the lazy Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Like she li- she actually says that to Miggy. Yeah. And, and here we are experiencing one last Seeing lazy it. Saturday yeah. with the family. Like It's special. <sighs> If you can't see the Blake, I'm telling you, people handle it differently. Maybe I'm maybe I'm making a straw man argument, and I, and I'm I'm happy to accept that. I'm just it just. Mm. You're never going to make everyone happy. 
There's not one episode that everyone's going to be happy about. But okay. the show was telling us exactly what it was going to Who be cares? and what it was going to do. So why do you get so riled up about other people's opinions? Be, if you enjoy I, it, you enjoy it. I like calamari. You don't. No, do cal- I get calamari mad? Calamari sucks. No, it doesn't. It I does. mean, it kind of does. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> exactly. Um, but do I hold it against you and buddy you? No. I just eat it all myself. Or I find friends who I can get calamari with. <laughs> hey, why don't you try some calamari, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, let's get the next one. Okay, guys. My name is Tammy. Hi, Tammy. And I am living in Arizona, but I'm from Texas. I think it would be fun to have let Mary try to guess, but thought I'd say so. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I just have to pay homage to this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful show. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't say enough about it, and I think they ended it with perfection. Um I had some quirks in the middle seasons that I didn't like, but overall, this is just a masterpiece, and I recommend it to anybody, and I want to tell you that I literally had a happy dance when you guys started um, podcasting this show late, because there weren't very many, and when you guys started it, I had listened to your leftovers, and I was like, yes, they started podcasting this, so (laughs) thank you for all the work you've done, and Thank you for being such a great companion to the show. All righty. Bye, y'all. Thank you, Tammy. We got a y'all in there. All right. Yes. All right. Thank you, Tammy. All right. Let's get the next one. Hey, it's Emily from DC. Hello. Hello? One last voicemail for one last podcast episode for one last episode of This Is Us. Oh, oh, oh. So you guys were talking in your podcast episode for The Train Part 1. You were discussing whether you would have been satisfied if The Train had been the finale mm-hmm. of This Is Us. And he said, yeah, you would have been. And in the moment, I agreed. But the finale has given me a whole different perspective. And here's why. I feel like the This Is Us writers have been straddling this line the whole show, a line that separates on one side, you have the grand, dramatic Pearson speeches and gestures and pep talks, and then on the other side, you have the little things, the lazy Saturdays, the pancake breakfasts, the learning to shave, the pin the tail on the donkey, and I am so glad that the writers landed on the little things. They gave us one last gift of mm-hmm. the four square being passed to generations, the swings being passed to generations. And that's what's going to stick with us. It's like Rebecca said, she wasn't scared of forgetting the big things. It was the little things that she didn't want to lose. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about how I feel about This Is Us. And so watching this finale gave me a new sense of closure mm-hmm. and a new sense of satiation. Thanks for all you do. I want to be just like you guys when I grow up doing Aww. something I love with someone I love. And hopefully that will become a reality. I'll <laughs> right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, thank you, Emily. I appreciate that. You brought up the swings, Emily. And I thought the swings were such a- another great visual representation of what the show can be and what is. Yes. You know, Rebecca has this moment. She has the scar. She brings it up with Jack in the bed. And, oh, I've never seen that scar before. And I, and I just wish I had. And she says, I just wish I had taken the time to stop worrying about when it was going to end and just to like it mm-hmm. when it is. Mm-hmm. And and then using that as a, as a as a narrative device for the swings with the rest of the family. And, and, and we swing and, and life swings back and forth. Like, yep. Yep. <sighs> so good. So good, so good. Oh, my goodness. Freaking gracious. Just, oh, man. 
so it's just so good. It is. It's just so good. It's perfect writing. And Mary, I would have been happy. All right, let's let's reframe this conversation. Okay. Knowing what we got out of this episode. Knowing what we got out of the actual finale. Out of this finale. Would you have been happy with the ending of the train as the series finale? Or now that you know what you got, are you happier that we got this episode? Oh, like, do I regret this finale? No, no, no. Just like, do you? I still would have been fine either way. But, but. But knowing what you got out of the finale. Knowing what I got. Are you happier? Yes, I am happier. I'm happier with it. Yeah, I think I'm with you on this. I think I could have done without. I don't know. I, I had that been it, I would have been happy and fine and felt really good. Just like you know. The Here, o. Here's what I'll say. Uh, <laughs> here's what I'll say. <laughs> I want to, if I had to write the show and I had to make a finale, I would have done a, a supersized finale, like um, an hour and a half or so. No, because you got to have commercials of and everything. Of course, yeah. I would have done an hour and a half show. So it would have been a two hour experience. Mm-hmm. And I would have cut out the stuff with Marcus. And I would, because you effectively got the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And you can tell, you can tell, well, I'm not sure if you can tell, but you can, you can feel the divide where it's like, okay, we have this idea of the funeral and the cabin and everything. And then we have the idea of the train. Mm -hmm. And then we have the idea of the lazy Saturday. If we do all of those things all at once, that might be too much. Too much. So how do we figure that out? I mean, it could have been a two-hour season f- series finale. Well. <laughs> Wait. For like, oh, did you how say that? How to tell when the hosts aren't listening. Truth. Truth bomb. Yes, Blake. <laughs> I agree with everything you just said, obviously. Thank you, Mary. You're I appreciate welcome. that. <laughs> Good morning, Mary and Blake. Good morning. Or it's afternoon Molly. here. Hey, it's I Molly. I'm Texan. Uh, remember last episode, you couldn't figure it out. Yes. So, yep, I'm from Texas, North Texas, Fort okay. Worth, North oh. Texas. So, yeah, I told you, I told you, you I said, said Oklahoma, which I, is I close said, to North Texas. Hold oh, wait, on, no. hold on, we're gonna Oklahoma pull up a map. is the top of North. It's like the that's hat. what I said. I just said I told that. You when are you not listening at me? Hold on, hold on. I want to see what Fort you. Worth is. I'm really excited because haven't we been to Fort Worth? We uh, we did. That's where yep. we flew into, right? Yes. When we went to go meet uh, Michael Giacchino. Michael Giacchino. Hey, hey. Ho! He's so good. He's so good. Okay, He's hold so up. Good. So, hold Fort Worth, Fort Worth, hold on. Yeah, and, baby. And we, have we have to go back, Kate. Yeah. what I tell you? You did a good job. what I tell you? I was right, baby. I was right. Nice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Blake, you were on the money. Thank you. Okay, so this very, very last episode of You know what? Ass- I'm, I'm going to cut that. I'm gonna have that as a as as a as a as a drop for me for every time I know I'm right. I'm just gonna have Molly saying, "Blake, you are on the money." And for any time that I think that you are humble, I will remember that cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have my victory dance on this one. This is great. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so happy about that. Oh, oh 
guys. <laughs> oh, 4.5, I oh, guess. Okay. I, okay. I felt like there was so much emotional energy and passion directed towards the train that this one was just kind of like leftovers. It just didn't feel like there was, there was really nothing substantial going on. You know, yeah, you wrap up the series in a bow, but the bow kind of felt, you know, drab and dingy. I don't know. I just, mm. I didn't care for it. I hate that. But That's I guess okay. the train was such an amazing episode that this one just kind of, you know, paled in comparison. But, mm. um, but yes, you know, I feel like there could have been more happy moments. It was so somber. Like that, we needed flash forwards to happy times. Like I'm envisioning Thanksgiving. And a big bucket of shrimp mm-hmm. and the hot dogs with the crackers. And they're all at Jack's big mansion. And, um, like, Deja will will give her son William a hug, who's 10. And he'll say, she'll say, go, go say hi to Grandpa. And then he'll go give Randall a hug. And that'll be that, you know? Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Well, looks like we got another. Hold on. We got, we, she got cut off. Let's get to the next one. Mary and Blake, it's Molly from Texas with my part two. Hello. Okay, I realized it was thunderstorming in North Texas when this series finale aired, and I missed three acts that I did not get to see oh my because God. it was storming, and I didn't realize until after my first review that I needed to go back to my DVR. Okay, I missed Toby and Kate's scene with each other. What does a thunderstorm do to people's TV in Texas? <laughs> Weird stuff, man, apparently. They zap it out. I don't know. What happens in Texas? <laughs> to your TVs. What kind of TVs you got? Stuck to a kite. <laughs> Does it get operated by the little key on the bottom of the kite? <laughs> My God. Hold on tight, spider monkey. Okay, oh, continue. Okay. Which is so interesting, and it kind of beefed up the finale a little bit more for me, because... Oh my gosh. Philip could have told her the same thing. Philip could have said, Your mom was proud of you. I'm proud of you. But they had Toby say it. I'm wondering what you guys' thoughts about that are. Not saying y'all's thoughts about that. Because <laughs> y'all made fun of me last time. No, um, no we didn't make fun of you. Why do they make it him and not Philip? It's like they tried not to develop that character. Mm. Um, but then the other one was the pull up. I missed the whole pull up scene. Oh my God, wasn't that everybody in PE that had to do a pull-up and couldn't do it? Yes. Exactly. Me too. Me too, Kevin. (laughs) Um, The other thing I wanted to get you guys' opinion about was spinoffs. And Mm. if the reason why they made this finale of us wanting more was that they're going to do a spinoff. And I'm wondering who you guys would love to spin off. Honestly, I want to see Jack-Jack with his mansion and his baby and his wife and see how he became famous. Anyways, thanks, y'all. <laughs> All right, Molly, I want nothing to do with a spinoff. I want no spinoffs whatsoever. How about you, Marvin? I concur, Blake. I want nothing to I do with it. I don't. Don't want a thing. Because what am I going to get? More pain. Well, it's more not about H- the pain, but no, like, what but am I going to get? Real. You're going to get more pain, all right? Let's be real. Like, Deja and Malik are going to have financial problems with uh, the new baby and then sure. Kevin and um and, and Sophie yeah. you know Sophie's going to have some medical issue out. like it's all going to be life 
is hard moments. Mm-hmm. I don't want that right now. I just want the happy bow, <laughs> pin the tail on the donkey. Nikki's going to die. You know, I don't need it. Nope. No more Charmin. No more Charmin in this house. We kept Charmin in business because of, because of this is us. It's time to take the money back here a little bit. In my mind, they all live happily ever after and nothing bad ever happens to them again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ever. It's just paradise. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what? What? What are they going to say that's different? What, well, uh, what are they going to do that is different? Well, and honestly, I don't care about anybody except the big three and Nikki at this point. You right. know, because it's new actors. I don't care about you. And to think of, okay, so. You're so mean. The, the only way that I can think of it is this. Think of, and I, you can take, if you remember Cheers, obviously, and then there was the spinoff of Cheers, which is Fraser, right? Fraser. Fraser worked because it was nothing like Cheers. Frasier worked because it was a, a, a unique, odd character who just did his own thing, who hung out at the bar. Mm-hmm. But then he moved, and it was a completely different show. Like, nowhere near the same. Yes. The only way that it would work, and I don't even want this, but the only way I could see that it working is if it became a political drama with Randall. And him as the president of the United States or him as the senator who loses the election. That's the only way I can see it working. See, more sadness. Don't need it. So. No more Charmin. No, I'm, I'm all out. We're on, on the cheap oh, stuff now. Okay, want, gas is this astronomical. Now I have the stuff that doesn't even work. <laughs> I want to watch Three Mile Island, the documentary no, on Netflix. You. No, no, <laughs> I'm no. in the middle. It's fantastic, by Good the way. Good for you. you should, it's not sad. It's not like Chernobyl. It's not like that. Like it is. No, all it's, sad. It's not like that. I don't want any of it. All right, fair right? enough. Let's get the next one. Okay, I want to add one more thing. Oh, Molly's I just back. Watched a scene today with Nikki and Kevin. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like that scene just did not play the way it was written. I know it was supposed to be kind of funny and sarcastic and Nikki just says off the wall things, but it did not track for me. It felt incredibly off and kind of weird and a bit disrespectful thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts because it calling him the D word as he was trailing off. I don't know. Didn't like it. Did not like it. What do you guys think? Now, I, Molly, I will tell you that I'm in on that scene. I'm in on it because it felt like something Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Nicky would say. And it felt like his goodbye to the show. And, like, we didn't get one, like, personal one with he and Rebecca. This, to me, is that goodbye to Rebecca. But through through the guise of Kevin, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Uncle Nicky has that kind of personality where you would expect him to make that kind of joke. You would expect him. And the reason why I think it works is because that that's me. Like that's my kind of humor. Like I would, I would call somebody a dick mm-hmm. just to be funny and lighten the mood. And um, cause obviously it's not true. It's like calling somebody, some, you know, some guy with black hair red, you know, or, you know, some tall guy, tiny, you know, like it's obviously not true. It's just, it's just meant there to get a, get a laugh, but it works. I don't know. What do you think, Mary? Yeah. I saw that and I was like, that's Blake. Blake will literally, <laughs> will leave a memorial and be like, see you later, Dick. <laughs> that's Blake. And you know, so what I will tell you is that a lot of my friends don't like Blake. 
That's true. <laughs> because he'll do that and they'll be like, why'd your husband call me a dick? <laughs> and I'm like, he was joking. I know, I know, people don't get it. He shouldn't do that. I know, he's not a Gryffindor no, or a Hufflepuff. Thin skin. Thin skin oh, Hufflepuff. He's just a Slytherin. And let's be real, Nikki's a Slytherin. Oh, yes, absolutely. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> not in the like wicked bad ways. No, just... It's just that it's that kind of humor. Like, you know, I had it good. I had all these things. I was living in this d- dark and dank trailer, and I didn't care about anybody. But then you came sauntering into my life, and now here I am. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dick. That's your family. That's totally my family. That and is totally my humor. I did not get humor. that humor. No. And I had to tell Blake, I don't like when your family does this kind of stuff to me. That's true. So I can That's appreciate true. that not everybody liked it if you're not used to that sarcasm right it played for me because that is me all right fair enough hello mary and blake it's your cousin liz from brisbane australia hello i wanted to talk to you about the last episode of this is us because i have a bit of a wacky theory that i don't think the writers intended but i wanted to gauge your opinion okay the bit at the end of the episode where rebecca and jack are lying on the bed and rebecca says man i wish i had more time with them Jack says, you do, in a way, it's hard to explain. And it cuts to the present-day family, like, you know, carrying on their traditions and hugging each other and stuff. And, you know, I, I saw that and was like, yeah, that's what he means. Then I rewatched the episode and um, the bit on the Lazy Saturday where he's teaching the boys to shave. And then he looks in the mirror and he's talking about how life is about collecting small moments and he gets really pensive. Then the boys are like, Dad's acting weird. I was like, holy crap, what if the show has all these flashbacks and it's actually Jack like reliving moments from his past in the afterlife? And that's what gives Jack all these like moments of inspiration where he gives his Jack Pearson speeches. This is really left of field, and I think I'm just too far down the rabbit hole. But like, what do you guys think of that? Do you think that could be a theory to hang your hat on? <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, it's five stars for me. The whole show is five stars, and I've absolutely loved listening to you guys review it. Thank you, Liz. Oh, my goodness! Mary has to go. We're gonna, I'm gonna close this podcast out because we're gonna do a part two. But this is how I, this is how I want to leave this episode. <laughs> Liz, I just got chills. I got goosebumps. I'm like sweating. There is 0.0 chance that the writers intended that. But that is awesome because there's room for that. And there is a way I could argue that and say yes, totally, that this is all one Again, it, it's you're right. Maybe it is part of Jack and part of him going back and reliving these things, and that's why he has these big moments. And like, huh, it, it, that would fundamentally change your whole perspective of the show through that lens. And not only that, it lends credence to the idea of what Jack is trying to say that like you're there, but you're not. And you see it and you feel it, but you're not present. Like, like you're not part of it. Like, oh my, Liz, 
Liz. This is the kind of this is the weird stuff. I could go down this rabbit hole all day. All day. If you look, if you take the show from that perspective, Oh, because now we've come to understand the show as in a terms of like, again, a linear show. You would think that throughout this time, you, you recognize that Rebecca is really the main character of the show. However, big, however, if you put that into that framework, if you put the perspective into that framework, now you see Jack as the main character and the main character disappears from the show halfway through. Freeze! Like, oh. Liz. You blew my doors off, Liz. You blew you blew the bloody doors off. That is. Oh, I want that to be my head cannon from now on. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna now since Mary left, I'm gonna have Betty. Betty's going to be right here. She's going to be with me. And uh, Betty, what do you, what do you think about Liz's uh, Liz's idea? Oh, good. All right, thanks, Betty. I appreciate that. Um, oh my god, that just that just made my day. Seriously, that just made my day. That Liz, thank you very much. That that is a great call to leave off at. So. All right, ladies and gents, uh, as you as you can hear, Mary is not here with me. Betty is with me sitting in her spot. Betty, our dog, by the way, uh, our our stuffed corgi <laughs> that, that we got when Mary got a little inebriated when we were podcasting about the crown. And uh, Betty is our mascot. So whenever Mary is not here or I'm not here, Betty sits in for us and and uh, Betty is happy to join the conversation, you know, whenever she can. That's right, Betty. All right. Um. So that's it. We're going to close out the show for right now, and then we're going to come back for part two, and we're going to discuss the rest of it uh, with you at that point and have some fun. <sighs> Let's close this bad boy out for now, shall we? All right, everybody. Again, part two will be coming very soon. Thank you for joining us live if you're watching us live. And thank you for listening on the podcast app if you're listening on the podcast app. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for being with us for this whole process. Mary and I will come back for part two. In the meantime, you can check us out at maryandblake.com where you can see all the podcasts that are happening right then and there. Or you can check us out on the social media platforms. Just look us up at Mary and Blake. We are there as well. Oh, man. The good news is I don't have to say goodbye quite yet. I can keep going. We keep the This Is Us train rolling, ladies and gents. I don't know when part two will come out. Probably in the today or tonight rather or maybe even tomorrow who knows we'll see but until then my name is Blake this is us too still <laughs>